Hey, it's Garbage Brain University. I'm Drew Toothpaste. I'm Natalie B. Today we're talking... Boats. Sailing the seven seas. Natalie, what is a boat? A boat is a watercraft of a large range of types and sizes, but generally smaller than a ship. And a ship is distinguished by its larger size, shape, cargo, or passenger capacity. So a ship is not a boat? I didn't know that. Oh, this was one of my favorite facts about boats I was reading today. We're getting right into it. What differentiates a boat from a ship is that a ship can carry a boat. Oh, shit! Wow! <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So a ship ship is not subset of boat. A ship is something different from a boat. That's wild. I had no... I always... I would see an aircraft carrier and I would be like, well, that's a boat, but I was wrong. <laughs> that's a, that's, that's a, a real hell of a boat. That's no, a, That's a fucking ship. A ship like a bitch. <laughs> Brave soldiers patrolling the world for some reason. They are a ship like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie, when were boats invented? They've got to be old, but there was somebody who made the first boat. You'll never believe how old boats are. Like 40,000 years old. 40,000? Yeah. So people, 50,000. Look, the line is blurry, yeah, okay? Sure. We did some evolving. Uh-huh. Changed our avatars to a black circle for a while, said much to think about. <laughs> Came back as homo sapiens. Right. But not long afterwards, we started boating. Is mm -hmm. this true? Yeah, 40,000 years ago. And so what kind of boat are we talking? That no one knows, but someone had to take a boat to Australia. Okay. Humans had to be able to settle in Australia. They probably didn't swim there. The first person to boat and then make it all the way got onto the other island and was like, I told you, and there was nobody there, and there was no way to convey the information. Right, right. And then they just either stayed there or went back. They just went, and they, did, they didn't go back. They populated Australia. <laughs> okay, so there had to be at least a couple people there. And they had to get there somewhere, probably by boat. Probably a shitty boat, if you think about it. <laughs> How long would it take to get from wherever they started? Australia, in a little shitty boat. If you were to start in Asia, you could go... I'm trying to think about where all the stuff is. You could go from like that whole area of Vietnam and stuff that like hangs down. You could go from there to like Philippines, Indonesia and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And then Indonesia is close to Australia. So they could go that whole way and just take people and do like the Noah's Ark. Like you two are going to be populating Bali. <laughs> And you're like, what? And then they're like, don't worry, it'll later become Indonesia, the fourth largest population country in the world. <laughs> but you know what? Back then, it was also probably like the fourth most populated country in the world. It was just the population was a lot smaller. Right. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Think about it. I'm just trying to think about what it would be like to be in a boat 40,000 years ago. It doesn't sound like it'd be fun. But maybe they had really nice boats back then and we just don't know about it. The trouble is that a lot of a lot of people, I know the Native Americans would make boats out of wood. And then, you know, you can do your best with the wood, but that's going to rot. 
Right. You can put a bunch of sap and tar and stuff on it, but, you know, at the end of the millennium, the boat's gone. <laughs> right. You go far enough away on Grand Theft, you have your car, you take your car, it's your car for the time being, and you grow attached to it, even though you just rip somebody out of it and you're driving it around. And it's just the same thing. You have your little boat and you're like, my boat, this is my vehicle. And I put my items in here and I love my items. Oh, I love items. <laughs> and you ride that sucker around, but then you get far enough from where you left it and your boat despawns. Right. I just like thinking about people who were like in like prehistory. I like thinking that back then they were more, they were more advanced than we, than we think that they were. I like thinking that they were like way super advanced. There's evidence that there were people prior to 50,000 years ago that were advanced. Yeah. And there's evidence that there were advanced civilizations prior to what amounts to European history. Right. There were advanced settlements in North America. Maybe they didn't take a boat to populate Australia. Maybe they took an airplane. It could have been a combo move. They could have taken a hydroplane. Uh, maybe they took a submarine. Natalie, is a submarine a boat? No. So think about this. So a boat has to exist at the boundary between air and water. Right. The so, boat so has to touch both air and water. If you've got, let's say you've got a vessel and you believe it to be a boat, but it does not touch the water, that's no boat. You've got an airplane yeah, right. or a helicopter. Right. Boat's got to float. Wow. <laughs> that is Johnny Cochran right there. <laughs> If the boat don't float, you're not a boat. <laughs> we need to, that, that needs to be the new slogan for boat. It, Boat's got to float. It should be. And think about this. A car exists at the boundary of air and earth. It's basically when you're on a car, you're just skimming across. You're moving through the air and you're just very barely attached to the surface of the earth. You leave the surface of the earth in a car, that's trouble. Your car is going all through earth. That's no car. That's a buried car. <laughs> you got a tunnel diggler. <laughs> here's, a, here's a philosophical question for you. Let's all think about this. Weigh in in the Discord. Is a jet ski a boat? Now that's a question. Yeah, if you're on the Discord, go ahead and and tell us what you think. Is a jet ski a boat? I think a jet ski is boat-like. Yeah. It exists at the boundary between air and water. So in it that- It floats. It passes the Johnny Cochran <laughs> test for boat. Boat's got to float. I think a jet ski is probably a boat, but I'd be interested to hear what people think. I think it's a I think it's a boat with an alternate control system. You know, like the Mr. Bean car. Mm -hmm. You know how he took Mr. Bean had that car with three wheels, and then there was that one time Mr. Bean put a recliner on top of the car, and then he controlled it with a broom and some rope to push the pedals on the wheel. Yeah. It's still a car. That's just the jet ski of a car. <laughs> and I, you know, I don't remember the details. It's been a long time since I watched Mr. Bean, but I feel like he had a good time doing it. So that really was a form of jet ski. Right. Jet skis are like, that's how you know you're alive. 
I've never done jet ski. Neither have I, huh? But what I hear in the, like, lakeside Ohio life, the jet skis are the thing. Coastal Ohio loves a fucking jet ski. People don't think about Ohio's coast, but we got one. That's right. Our very first episode, we talked about how Ohio has, what, 18 islands and a coast. The entire, like, north end of it is a whole coast. They had a war there. Remember that? A war with ships, which are boats. No. They hold boats. They're full of boats. <laughs> this is really turducken. So a ship holds a boat. What do you do? Let's say you've got eight ships and you want to take them all somewhere at once. What do you put the ships in? Let's say the ocean. <laughs> be a giant ship holder. I don't know. If ships you beholder, <laughs> then you be a ship holder. <laughs> Aye, aye. <laughs> is that do they really say that because there's a whole language there's a language of the ocean they say aye aye and they say hoist me up maybe hark oh that's one they say <laughs> land ho A lot of that is just like old timey talk that we associate with like people in boats because that's how they talked in the old timey way in all those old stories about guys on boats. I mean, the sea, the sea doesn't seem very romantic to me, but I'm a land lover. <laughs> I'm a land lover too. I love it. <laughs> I'm not, you know, I'm not big on boats. I'll take one if I have to go somewhere and it's like across some water, then I don't want to, not after the last time. We talked about it last time. I'm never going on a boat again. <laughs> we managed to go across Lake Erie on a day that was like one of the the most choppy days on the lake they had experienced that year. And the boat was going up and down. And dropping like three feet and me like... Yeah, and it felt like 10 or 15 feet. I'm sure it wasn't that much. It was just choppy enough that the boat was... Dropping. Yeah, it was cresting the waves and then dropping in the trough behind the wave. Not into it. I'm used to that air and earth boundary that is covered in concrete and smooth to drive on. (laughs) Yep. Just after you get off a boat and you take any old shitty car across any shitty road... You feel like you're going around a curve in a commercial, and it's like the 2020 Mazda Prius featuring a 44 and a wheelbase. Contact your dealer now. <laughs> oh, it does have a wheelbase. <laughs> Sounds hot. I hardly watch commercials anymore. 4.9% APR. <laughs> oh, they say that? Yeah. They say, hot summer. Jink, 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 jink. Hot summer. Ford Prius. <laughs> Oh, that's a good one. No, that's that's nouveau. I was thinking about the ukulele that they used to do. There was like five years where they did just ukulele every commercial. It's oh, I was like, thinking like hot like like local car commercials. Bound and summer sale. Get your Memorial Day Ford pickup every month. is truck month up. Mazda, Toyota, Honda, Chevrolet. That's like two whole lines from Interior Crocodile Alligator. 
boats have served as transportation for a long time, as we were just discussing. The earliest boats were dugouts, which means that you would take a tree and you would cut it down and then you would like dig it out. Yeah, you would, uh, they would burn it. I know around here they would burn it out. Mm -hmm. They would set a very small fire and then they would scrape the burn stuff out because it's easier to scrape out. Yeah, so that's that was like the main thing. And so the oldest boat that they ever found was between 8200 and 7600 bc okay so about ten thousand years ago mm-hmm. and that was in the netherlands really it was a netherlandish boat how did they know it was from the netherlands because that's where they found it oh i thought okay <laughs> that's where they found it rafts about eight thousand years old. I'm not sure how they invited invented rafts after they invented boats. So what's the difference between a raft and a boat? I think a raft is like flat. Yeah. And you like tie together a bunch of sticks or whatever. So the ra- the idea of the raft is that you use buoyant materials. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily it's not necessarily watertight. So a raft is kind of just meant to kind of float on its own in a boat. Flotation uh, device as uh, opposed to like a, a transportation vehicle. A boat is geometrically designed so that it's got... The dry side and the wet side. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like packing tape. <laughs> With the wet side. Boat is, <laughs> boat is a form of tape. And boat must float. <laughs> raft is wet that's the difference raft is wet a raft (laughs) a raft is barely a craft yet a boat must float (laughs) if a boat on board you see a ship it must be (laughs) if multiple ships you behold her a ship holder you hold her (laughs) these are just a few of the sayings of the sea (laughs) aye aye Excellent solo, thank you. Um, tell me the types of boats. There's three types of boats. You're talking all that I I matey bullshit. Now we're gonna really bring it out. I didn't. Even, <laughs> You're like I didn't. Even, I was saltwater air and I I. I asked you what a boat was because I don't know. <laughs> And I, you're the first one that said I I. You're like, oh, I must return to the sea, the fair maiden, and float upon the water. Always no, with no, the blue I on would, the sea and no. the anger of the storms. <laughs> I am a man of the dirt and earth. In fact, I read like, you know, the uh all of those old Homer things, mm-hmm. right? Whichever one where they had the sirens. Like if I was on a boat and the sirens are like, come here, beautiful women, we've got our boobs out. I'd be like, look, I need to get off the boat. <laughs> they're like, come here, we shall tempt you. I'm like, well, I, you don't have to. I'm getting off the boat. <laughs> if a rock I see, then on the rock I shall be. <laughs> All right, tell me the types of boats. The three types of boats. 
a rowboat, like a man, a manual boat where you have to push it along with your own self. An unpowered or human-powered boat. Okay. So I like a human-powered un- boat. So unpowered boat. So then my next guess is going to be the classic motorboat. Oh, motorboat. Now the third type of boat, I mean, this is a little beyond the third dimension, like... There's boats with no motor and boats with motor. What <laughs> what exists in these liminal states? <laughs> what lies beyond the door of what we can see? But with supermotor. <laughs> it's clearly a third type of boat. Uh, so unpowered boat, mm-hmm. like a canoe. Uh-huh. A kayak, uh-huh. a rowboat, a dinghy. Your dinghy. favorite is the dinghy. My favorite is the dinghy, yeah. Well, what the hell's the third kind of boat, Natalie? I don't know, but I think if you don't guess it, you're going to be mad. Yeah, uh, is it a steamboat? I'm going to be mad if I don't guess it. I can't be that mad. Yeah, I'll be mad a little bit. I'll, I'll get a goddamn it out of you. Okay, what's the last kind of boat? You want to guess one more time? No. Sailboats. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, the Sloop John B. My grandfather and me. Around Nassau Town, we would roam. Bring me on home. Bring me on home. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you sound just like a beach boy. <laughs> uh, so um, up until like the mid 1800s, most boats were made mostly of wood and shit like that. Bark, animal skin, wood primarily. But then they started using iron and steel frames. Iron sights. That's what mm-hmm. they put in the war. Mm-hmm. Nobody could fuck with iron sights. Because that was one of the first boats that was made out of not wood. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, how could that float? It's so heavy. It's a boat. It must float. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, they would use steel and iron. And then they would also use this stuff called ferro-cement, which was cement. They used to make boats. And it had ferro in it, which is iron. So what? what is ferro cement? Ferro cement. F-E-R-R-O. Cement. It is boat construction patented by the French. <laughs> so if you're going to get a dinghy, <laughs> if you're going to get a dinghy now, isn't that made out of aluminum? Yeah. Oh, but that, okay. So that was like in the 60s when they started using fiberglass. And fiberglass is now the business, and that's what your jet ski is going to be made out of. Oh, yeah. I mean, you get, like, a yellow and aqua ski do. When I close my eyes, my jet ski has, it's, like, mainly white, but it has, like, magenta and turquoise, like, splattery paint job on it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And then it's, like, and then, like, the water shoots out the back of it. I do a wheelie. Only it doesn't have wheels, so it's even better. <laughs> you know, I'm not even sure off the top of my head of how a jet ski even works. Should we look at a diagram? Do you remember how DJ Khaled got lost on his jet ski? How you... Okay, yeah. DJ Khaled was outside Miami, and I think he went too far out, and then he Snapchatted, and he was like, please save me. And I think he got saved, because he, he went on Snapchat, and he was like, I'm stuck and it's nighttime, and I'm on my ski-doo. That's how they work. So it goes, and it shoots the water out the back, and that's what makes it go. Okay, there's a motor in it that drives an impeller. Uh-huh. And then it sprays the water out the back, and impeller is what a vacuum uses. Yeah. Okay. It shoots it out, and okay. it propels you. 
So the water coming out the back is on purpose. It's not just for flair. Yeah, right. Okay. But it and you race and you race and then you get lost and you get posts on Instagram. Yeah, I'm glad DJ Khaled found his way back to shore. I will always have negative feelings about DJ Khaled because he says he doesn't go down on his wife. He can get lost on his jet ski. Well, you know, <laughs> I think DJ Khaled needs to take a personal inventory on his way that he interacts with other people. But <laughs> I don't think he deserves to get lost on his jet ski. I think maybe somebody should, whoever has an interest in DJ Khaled's face should just sit down with his face and just say, let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. All I know is what he said on the radio and I know he got lost on a jet ski, which has never, <laughs> which has never happened to me. So DJ Khaled and me don't have very many things in common, but I wish him the best. Uh, so the way boats work is that it displaces its weight in water. That's how it floats. And they have to have buoyancy because if they don't, they will sink. That's how all those boats go down. Like a boat where somebody's going to drive it and go fishing like a 15, 20 foot boat. Like the entire bottom of it is just hollow, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so all the weight pushes that hollow section down. And then the force that causes on the water is... is Holding it up. Right. And that's how boats work. Did you think that you were going to learn how boats work today? I don't want to brag. I truthfully knew how <laughs> boats worked prior to this. Why I would you ask me what a boat was? <laughs> but I learned something from that because... I know if I think about boat, I think about all the times I've been to the river or ocean, I think that I've seen boats, uh -huh. right? Mm -hmm. So I know what a boat is, really. I know the physics behind how a boat works, but I think there's something to be gained by saying what is a boat, and you learn exactly what defines a boat. And then there are things you exclude from boats, such as ships. Yeah, because they have boats on them. So if you got a rowboat, mm -hmm. and you brought your radio controlled boat on your rowboat would you have a row ship no because you can't get on the radio controlled boat what if i'm really careful <laughs> <laughs> have you ever done the thing in a pool where you get a little boogie board and you use your whole body weight to force it underwater and it's very buoyant uh -huh. it's made of foam so it's like 90 percent air right? right and so you like kneel on it and you stand up inside of it and your body weight pushes the boogie board down not all the way to the bottom but three quarters of the way to the bottom yeah right and you're kind of floating on it well you would do that with the radio controlled boat i thought you were gonna say that a boogie board is a boat it's a raft it's a surfboard a raft? A surfboard is a form of raft, I think, yeah. You're the one who knows about this shit. I don't... I wonder if... It, so if you, if a boat has a boat on it, it's a ship, right? Does a boat get, like, an upgrade to its class level if it has a raft on it? Well, ships or boats will have life rafts on them, but a raft is not a boat. <laughs> I think we're just artificially drawing lines. I think anything that keeps your face out of the water is good as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I'm a boat. <laughs> 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 you know, 
would be a crazy thing about a boat is it what if he lives on a boat? It's possible people do that. It's called houseboat. We're going to talk about it. Have you ever seen a houseboat? I think so. Where did you see a houseboat? Uh, on the water somewhere. Yeah. Okay, thanks. <laughs> I don't remember. So a houseboat, so you would have, I mean, it would stay docked, right? Yeah. Isn't that the idea? Uh-huh. It would stay docked. Yeah. And so you just live on it and it has more or less like a little a little house on top of it. Right. Okay, so a houseboat is a boat. First off, boat must float. Damn, it's true. Bitch is going to float. <laughs> it's a house on a boat. Bitch, okay. Bitch boat. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> Uh, it's a boat that has been designed or modified to be used primarily as a home. So they don't necessarily have motors in them because they are usually docked. What is the benefit? Why would you live? There's got to be a reason why you would want to live on a houseboat. What's the What's the key? Because you're quirky or because you live somewhere with a lot of water and you want to live on the water. It's like a, It's like a trailer home. Only a boat. And so if you had like a houseboat, you would have it docked at a particular area and that would be your address. And so the mailman would come and shit. One, two, three, wet way. Wet way. That's so good. (laughs) I think living on a houseboat would be very similar to like my fake address where it's like when I don't really need to give somebody my address, I'm like 123 Road Street, Cool Town, Ohio. <laughs> In Western countries, houseboats usually are owned privately or rented out to people on vacation. Okay. So you might stay at a houseboat if you were visiting a coastal city or something. Is that the idea? Right. Um, In Europe, people live in houseboats all year long. Where? Uh, Amsterdam, London, Paris, like all kinds of places. Oh, London is really expensive to live in. Right. It's just like like a trailer park. You dock, you have the address that's in your little thing, and then you hook into their sewage and shit. It's just like a trailer park. And so you pay to have be hooked into the shit. I was going to say, what's the downside? But I guess the downside is that you're always on a boat. I wonder if your house would get, like, wobbly. Like, uh, if it was storming. But it would it would have to, yeah. And it would go up and down based on how much water there is outside. Yeah. I mean, that would probably, that would probably not be very perceptible. Like, slowly, like, raising and lowering, like, with the tide would probably not be very perceptible. But, like, if it was rough, then your shit would fall off your desk. It's not going to be that rough near the shore, I guess, is the idea. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the boat, I mean, it's not... Maybe not in the areas that have the houseboats. The local pigs have a river cop station. They have, like, a little shack that is floating in the river. And it's for... Hogs... On the sea. Well, here it's more like river hogs. (laughs) So what they do is they oink up and down the river in between the two little areas where the dam is. And I guess we paid for it with our taxes. So that's good. We paid for the pigs too. We do. There's just a few bolts that hold uh, the little aquatic pig station to the shore. There's just a few bolts and so all you would need to do is know the right type of wrench and you could you could set them free. <laughs> Think about it. Houseboating is a very popular recreational activity. Did you know that? People love to buy luxury houseboats. 
You know, you can get a fucking houseboat that's like the same size as our house. So you could get a two-story houseboat sure. is what you're saying. And it's like people really like it because you can get like close to outdoor activities. And the same reason you use a trailer. Yeah. Um, and recreational. So it's called recreational houseboating, which is kind of like RVing. The birthplace of houseboating. Guess where it was? Uh, probably New England. Probably Long Island or something. Kentucky. Kentucky? Right. Do you know the houseboat capital of the world? I don't. Where is it? Monticello, Kentucky. What? On Lake Cumberland? Yes. I know exactly where that is. Yes. That's why I was saying. You've probably seen a houseboat. It's in Wayne County, Kentucky. I know. Yes, I know where it is. It's in southern Kentucky near the Tennessee border. Uh-huh. So what makes it the houseboat capital of the world? They make houseboats. And Lake Cumberland, all the other lakes in the southern United States, like Dale Hollow Lake, Center Hill Lake, Lake Lanier, they're like especially like into houseboating in those areas. And so you would get a houseboat on Lake Cumberland mm-hmm. to be your second home because it's just manufactured. It doesn't have to it doesn't have to comply with the standards of having a house. Right. And it can just float and there's like empty space essentially on the lake. Right. And you just rent a little spot in a marina somewhere and dock your thing there and Right. And then you can go down Lake Cumberland and go fishing or whatever. You know how people do. One of the issues with houseboats though is carbon monoxide poisoning. Oh, no. That's like when I went around and gave all my animals an animal crossing. I gave them campfires, and then I came back, and they had the campfire on fire in their house. They're going to die of the carbon monoxide. So what causes the carbon monoxide poisoning in houseboats? Because they use gasoline-powered generators. Oh, and they don't put them outside? Sometimes not, I guess. Yeah, that'll do it. (laughs) There have been 600 boating-related poisonings in the United States since they've started tracking that kind of shit in the early 2000s where people get poisoned by the boats. Carbon monoxide mm-hmm. poisoning? Mm-hmm. And so that's one of the reasons you don't want one. Um, do you want to do another quiz? Bump, 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 bump. Sure. I know you have heard of all the different parts of the areas of the boat. Yeah, in passing. I am going to tell you where I am, and you're going to tell me the, the, the boat word for it. Oh, uh, I'm going <laughs> to give it my best. But I'm I at the front of the boat. Where am I? The bow. The bow. Bow. That's the easiest one. The stern is the ass of the boat. (laughs) The rear of the boat. I'm just not going to ask you. You said it. Okay. I'm on the upper edge of the side of the boat. The upper edge of the side? (laughs) Deck side. No. Uh, Gunwale. Swabbies. Swabby. Swab the deck. Uh, I'm on the right side of the boat. The fore. (laughs) Yes, starboard. Starboard? Starboard. Starboard. <laughs> the body of the boat. Boat. <laughs> boat. <laughs> nope. <laughs> boat side. <laughs> the boat part. <laughs> hull. Oh, the hull. H-U-L-L. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You already said the butt of the boat. Yeah. Left side of the boat. Port. You just, you look so surprised I got it. You looked like you saw a ghost. And then you tried to hit the xylophone. And you threw the mallet across the room. But I hit it. 
I still got that little ding in. That's a bank shot. Yeah. Good thing that that was the end of the quiz. I'll get that later. <laughs> you don't. There's nothing about the bottom of the boat. What's the very bottom of the boat called? The crotch of the boat. You ever go on a glass bottom boat? No. <laughs> I went on. I went on glass bottom boat. It was exactly what you would think. You go on the boat and the bottom of it is glass. And then they're like, look down into the bottom of the, into the glass bottom of the boat. You will see it's now we're in the ocean. So look down, see what you can see. There's a fish down there. You didn't even go. You don't. <laughs> Here's what they would say. They would not say simply, they would not say there's two fish. There's another fish. Below <laughs> the boat, you can see. A jellyfish. Believe it or not, the jellyfish is not actually a type of fish. It's not jelly either. <laughs> you know what's awful to eat? Jellyfish. Isn't it crunchy? It's crunchy. What? That's not supposed to be crunchy. But not like a chip. It's not my favorite. It's crunchy like biting into that fake blob of fat in health class. It's crunchy like if you bit through someone's leg that was alive. Yeah. It's not a very good crunchy. <laughs> we went, we were curious because there's a Chinese place that's in the old Ponderosa, mm -hmm. but it hasn't been a Ponderosa since like 1978. So it's like an old rotten Ponderosa. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. We went in in July and it was like several years ago, but there was no air conditioning. So it was like hot as fuck. And we're like, whatever, we can take it. Like we took it, we're still here, but like it wasn't great. It was too hot. And I ordered a bunch of stuff. And one of the things they got me was jellyfish. And then I got a beer and they gave me a beer and it was a child's beer. It was like an eight ounce beer. No, it was like five and a half ounces. It was a juice glass of beer. Yeah. Horrible beer. What was that called? Wasn't it called something weird like freaky surprise it was called century platter because they said it was 100 year egg with jellyfish yeah so it was my it was my fault you, you know it. somebody going to chinese should just go and get what they know they want but i always try because of novelty seeking because of my dopamine and stuff so i always try to get different stuff i always think it's exciting i'm always like you should eat that the egg was like green and black <laughs> Ew, you eat it. But it, ta <laughs> it tasted, it was so funny. It tasted exactly like a hard-boiled egg. It really didn't taste that different. So. Yeah, it was yucky looking though. It was corroded, but whatever. Yeah. So are all of us. Leave a battery in a smoke detector. Did the smoke detector still protect you? Yes. Is it corroded? Yes. That's fine. <laughs> it's a little bit, not hurt anyway. I have a bunch of facts about boats that are like more like did you know about this guy on the boat did you know that there's a abandoned russian cruise ship that has been just floating in international waters since 2013 no where it's just floating through the waters it's always moving baby and so it's like a cruise ship like a recreational yeah cruise ship yeah what's the story with it no one knows they just let that sucker go it's probably fucked up and they're like fuck it <laughs> we should find it Wait, that's a million dollar idea. Garbage Brain University. M million dollar idea. We find the cruise ship. Discount cruises. We'll take it over. If we find the cruise ship, all we have to do is put motors. Yeah. Or maybe we could go. Listen, we go with the dinghy. We huh? bring gas. Okay, listen to this. Discount cruises. 
Very cheap cruise, right? Find a Russian boat, fix it, right? How many people are on a cruise ship? 2,000 people? Okay. At least 1,000. Let's say, let's say 2,000 because I like it. Um, 2,000 people, right? Don't fix the motor. Part of the reason it's so cheap, aside from the fact that it's an old, rotten Russian boat that's been floating in the ocean for 10 years, we're going to take turns rowing it. It's the, pa- the passengers or me yes. and you? The passengers. Okay, that's it's much eco. better. It's eco, and it's like health conscious because you get to exercise. Eco cruise. Look like a Roman galleon. Yes. It's eco. Here's what we do. And you get to be fit. You're going to have like your quads and your traps are going to be tight. I was planning a a way to bilk the like Gwyneth Paltrow set. Oh, the influencers. Yeah. Okay. And like bilking them into giving me money to paddle themselves around an old rotten boat and telling them that it's because it's... Oh no, that's been neutral. That's great. <laughs> you know what you do? You you go, you get the boat, uh-huh. you commandeer it, which means stealing for boat. Right. Everything's different in maritime. So you just do commandeer, which is like stealing, but it's okay cuz it's in international waters and then you say bliad, which is a Russian curse that's word. That's a very bad Russian curse word. That's really so you say all the good stuff. Listen to this. So you go on Instagram and you say influencer cruise and you just show off. Here's what you do. You get all the Russian letters and they're all funky. Uh-huh. And they look like a chair you turned upside down and it's a backwards N and like all the good stuff. And there's one that's just a three. Uh-huh. They just have a bunch of letters and one of them's just a three. Like, man, that's fucked up. And you go and you put a big, you get a big pile. So you get the boat, but you sail it somewhere tropical and you just get like 1,000 avocados and you just show them how many avocados they can get. Cause that's like, for some reason, people love those. I don't know why people love avocados, but you can just put them and then they'll be like, I, I'm need, there. I need to go. That's good fat. <laughs> it looks like heaven. <laughs> and I can stay fit. My traps. That's Growing so, across the fucking ocean. That's so <laughs> good. That's so good. You might get a giant like V18. You know what I'm saying? You might get a giant ship engine. Uh-huh. It could cost $100,000. Who has that? <laughs> uh-huh. I don't have that. <laughs> I don't have sh- How much is an ore? It's as much as a tree, and then you get somebody to carve it, and you just pay them till they're done. Well, I would put on Instagram, I would post pictures of how beautiful the ores are. Oh, very yeah. shiny wood grain, like very, glo- like very smooth, mm. easy on the hands. Get the ores from Russia. They have taiga. Which is a type of forest. Uh-huh. Do you have pretty wood in it for our... Yeah, they have very tall, like, pine trees. Right. Spruce trees. Right. And it- it's very cold, so the wood is very hardy. And since it's a cruise ship, that means that we're going to have little boats on it. Oh, shit! And it's then- a ship! It's a ship. <laughs> I said cruise ship. I didn't say cruise boat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a cruise boat. <laughs> <laughs> so, how many people? You said two thousand people. Uh-huh. Two thousand people, five hundred dollars, one million dollars. That's it. That's the multiplication that right it? there. Yeah, five hundred bucks a piece. Yeah. We only had to run that fucker once. That's it right. It could be a disaster. It's still a million dollar idea. This is the fucking best million dollar idea I think we've ever had. 
Right, go ahead and leave a review once you get back to shore, motherfucker. You got your avocados. We're good. <laughs> this is like fire festival and it's water festival. <laughs> In 1987, there is this treasure hunter named Tommy Thompson who found a ship that sank back in the 1800s that had tons of gold on it. And he had some, like, he hired a bunch of people to go and get this uh, this bounty from this sunken ship. And it was over a billion dollars worth of gold he got off of the ship. Yeah. And then he fucking disappeared and never paid anybody. <laughs> he didn't pay any of the people who... Went and recovered all the gold from the ship from him. Oh no, why didn't he pay him? he's a fucker. He's a fucking corporate fucker. Oh, that sucks. He should at least... I mean, he would have made a profit anyway. He should have paid the people. Well, he's a fucker though. Fucker's gotta fuck. Just like a boat's gotta float. (laughs) You know, if you're gonna... If you figured out your little idea for making... For making a billion dollars, like, just pay the people who did this stuff. Right. Tommy Thompson sucks he's on the suck list (laughs) from the very limited amount of information that i have i have determined that he sucks based on a single based on a single anecdote if i had a billion dollars i would pay people for working for me that's like what you would do did you know that they did a study and they found that retiring to a cruise ship is more cost-effective than going into a retirement home. Really? Uh-huh. They said it's more cost-effective and you get a better quality of life than going to a retirement home. But but then the, you live on a plague ship and, and constantly be racked with norovirus. I don't think I would want to be on a cruise ship because you can't, you're very limited to where you go. Yeah, you just like float from port to port to port to port for the rest of your life. And cruise ship rooms are like toilets. They're like <laughs> littlest, bittiest shits in the world. Like a room a on step a step above, like the root, like a like a room on a train. It's like slightly larger than a porta potty. Right. It's ex- like exactly as big as the bed you're gonna sleep in, and maybe yeah. maybe you'll have a window. I lived in a room once that did not have a window. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about that? Yeah, when you lived in the stadium. Yeah. I lived in a room that did not have... It was the worst place I've ever lived in my entire life. It was like this dorm room, and it did not have a window. It was... Uh, I actually had verified it with the with the dorm people that it was the smallest dorm room at Ohio State. Period. Yeah. The one. Yeah. I literally got the shittiest dorm room that you could possibly get at Ohio State. Out of all the thousands of dorm rooms at Ohio State. And they gave you that one because you were poor. Right, right. No window, cinder block walls. Of course. Tile floor. And it was so small that there was like maybe a foot between the the side of my twin bed and the wall. It was like a prison cell. And you lived in there by yourself. Well, I had a roommate, but we hated each other so much that she left. No. Yeah. I, I originally had a roommate. She hated you so much? Yeah, we, we, we hated each other. Why didn't she like you? I don't know, but her name was Carmen. She was she was a fucking bitch. Oh, uh, that must be why. Because yeah. you're a nice person. Yeah. 
You're pretty easy to live with. She was the worst. She was the fucking worst. She sounds like she would have been the worst. She was obnoxious. But also people when they're 18 or 19 are also all obnoxious. I was really obnoxious when I was 18. I was nice though. I would have been nice to her, but she was a bitch. Okay, anyways, it, there was no windows in the room and it made it so it completely fucked up my biological clock completely. Like I would wake up and I would see the clock and it would say four o'clock and I wouldn't know if it was four o'clock in the morning or four o'clock in the evening. And like my body was not telling me any one way or the other. It was a total nightmare. So yeah, so that's what's like being on a cruise ship. It's be in that room only also you're in a boat. Do you ever have nightmares where you're living back in the in the stadium? No. Because I have, I would say, a significant number of my nightmares or my dreams I have is where I'm living again. And I'm living in the dorm in Cincinnati or I'm, I'm living in one of my small little shitty apartments in Cincinnati where I lived. Mm. That's like a very significant portion of my dreams. I don't ever have dreams where I am in the place where I live. Yeah. I don't have dreams where I'm at home. In this house or any of the houses I've, I've ever lived in. I think usually my dreams are not that I'm at home in my house. But like when I have nightmares, I'm like living back in some place where I used to live. And I'm like, back here, huh? <laughs> I'm always in like a weird hotel. Or I'm in an airplane that cannot stay in the sky. And so it's like bouncing along, along the... <sighs> Like, bouncing along the clouds <laughs> no along like it hit, hits the ground and takes back off oh no <laughs> that's even worse like it can't maintain it so it keeps on landing and starting back up again so <laughs> if an airplane exists at the boundary between the air and the earth does that not make it a car well here's a question you think about the dodo airlines <laughs> and they yeah. say we're gonna make a water landing but that's okay because this is a seaplane yeah is a seaplane yeah. a boat yeah a seaplane's a boat yeah it it is because the whole time the seaplane is taxiing mm-hmm. and the whole plan the whole time the seaplane is puttering around in the water it's essentially a boat because it's got those what do you call on the bottom of a seaplane what do you call its flotation devices the boats <laughs> That's what I call. <laughs> See, that's why I asked, because I was like, they're boats. They are fucking boats. <laughs> so a seaplane is a combination of two boats. <laughs> yeah, and an airplane. And it, and it alternates between boat mode and airplane mode. So... <laughs> <laughs> so a boat that has multiple buoyant devices <laughs> attached in a parallel fashion mm-hmm. like with, a bitch. with something <laughs> attached like a bitch <laughs> with something rigid so that's actually a catamaran right mm-hmm. that's a boat though isn't it yeah yeah that's uh-huh. a boat so a seaplane is a boat like a bitch <laughs> All my Animal Crossing people say it like a bitch constantly. <laughs> well, you programmed them to I say. I did. I did. And sometimes they'll come up to me and they'll be like doing their pee-pee dance. And they'll be like, Nally, I think that like a bitch is getting stale. And I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my house like a bitch. <laughs>
I learned a surprising amount about boats today. I think anybody who wants to know can hit the back button. Uh, <laughs> Just rewind it. You missed something. Listen, if you want more me and Natalie, subscribe. Patreon.com slash GarbageBrainUniversity. If you've listened to us, if you listen to these episodes, you need to get in. And there's a whole congregation of people. They're all really nice because folks who like what we do are very similar to you. And we're all cool people. It's not like there's a mixed bag. It's not like Twitter. Patreon.com slash GarbageBrainUniversity. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, throw us the five star. Why not? Tell your friends. Say, listen to Garbage Brain University. That's all you got to do. Just do that. Because people need stuff to listen to when they're at work. Right. Oh, did you know this episode of Garbage Brain University was brought to you by Harlem Township, Ohio. Harlem Township, Ohio is the world capital of ASMR. (laughs) Are they? Why is that, Natalie? They're the capital of ASMR because they're all very quiet. (laughs) Harlem Township is scenic and beautiful, and no one ever talks any louder than this, and they all talk right next to your head. Thanks, Harlem Township. Thanks. Harlem Township. If you want more Garbage Brain, you're missing over 50 episodes. There's a link in your email. Click on it. It's less than you spend on horseshoes. It's less than you spend on fucking avocados, bro. Listen, thanks again for listening. We'll talk to you again very soon. Good night. Bye.